0: welcome 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 back to the get jesus podcast are you ready to get jesus i know i sure am and i'm ready to talk about the christmas story you know it's christmas time everyone's heard the sermon 50 billion times already this christmas season uh, i feel like it's a very popular sermon this is the first um first christmas we're really focused on um listening closely to these sermons so i know that i can um tell you that there's a lot of sermons that i've heard about the um you know, in that Luke 1 and 2 stretch. Um, So I want to talk about that. I want to put, you know, I guess, I mean, I just want to relate it to nowadays and, like, see what it would have been like. Because that's, I mean, that's pretty crazy uh, story. You know, so imagine the social norms back then, you know, like, according to Wikipedia, Joseph was 33 when he married Mary. And Mary was, like you know, 12 to 14, and so Mary is this version. She's about to marry Joseph, and back then, you know, you definitely did not have um, anything before marriage, uh, even though that's been kind of outcast in our society now, Um, but she, like, she never, like, their biggest worry was, like, she's a 12-year-old, which I, I don't know the social norms back then, but um but she's she's twelve years old and this guy's thirty three. They're not married yet and now she's pregnant. And so it's also crazy to think like, oh I'm twelve years old and now I'm gonna be pregnant immediately, even before I'm marrying this man. Uh like stuff like that. And then there it's also crazy to think that like how scary it would have been to be visited by gabriel like this isn't a video podcast so i can't show you a picture of gabriel but he's a pretty scary guy like look him up big biblically accurate gabriel and it it's like you know like eight eyes you know six wings you know whatever so it's pretty crazy to look at uh gabriel so you get past that part and um Another crazy thing is you come to look at Elizabeth, and so they're they're getting pregnant at the same time they're cousins, and you know John is gonna be Jesus's cousin he's set to uh set the path for Jesus. he's like I think the reincarnation of Elijah, so yeah, so you get through the pregnancy, which is already crazy, and then you get to the census. These people are being called back to their homes. Like, I live in a place where I was born 15, 20 minutes away in a hospital. And, like, a lot of people were born in that same hospital. And so, imagine you have to go back to your hometown. Like, that's 15, 20 minutes away. That may not be a long time, but that's a car nowadays with a highway in between. So how long would it have taken people to walk there? So like everyone's walking, and you have this pregnant woman, who you're walking with. And that's that's like that's crazy, like the inn is so full you can't even get a room to stay in. You have to stay in this manger. This manger is, this manger is disgusting. This uh, this is a manger that has not been cleaned. There's a bunch of animals. They just like put some hay over it. Laid, like Mary gave birth put them in there like that's what we look at but if you look at like what depictions nowadays have turned it into it's like this glorious thing like oh look at the cute animals look at how mary and joseph how cute they look oh look at that amazing trough that jesus is you know laying in like animals were eating out of this thing and if you look at biblically accurate this thing is like made of clay it's like it looks so bad and so that's where we get to like the point where like Jesus was not born into like what we would think of as a godly quote-unquote situation like he is the son of God but he is not like born into this amazing thing and that's just like setting the path for Jesus like John was supposed to set the path but already we're seeing the path being set because Jesus is born like us Obviously, me and you weren't born in a manger, but Jesus was born like us where he was struggling. He's not this glorious person when he's born. They don't have this amazing state-of-the-art place to be born because Jesus is born and he's such a godly figure. Like, No, already in the beginning of Jesus' birth, he's setting like equality with us. The shepherds, we get to hit on the shepherds a little bit and say that, like, the shepherds were the first people to receive the gospel. Like, they received the good news. That's what the angel told them. And good news, if you translate it, it means gospel. Gospel means good news. They're interchangeable. And so, that's the first part in the Bible where we see the quote-unquote gospel. And this angel came upon him and he was like, no, we are not going to have a kid. We've been trying, you know, we're both really, really old. And the angel's like, you have not obeyed God. Even though, like, if you look, when I read it, I feel like he did. He was like, that's impossible, but I guess because you are God. But then the angel was like, no, like you have, you have said This is impossible, so already you have went against what God has said, so you may not speak until the baby is born. And then you get to, when the baby is born, it's like eight days later or something like that, and they're naming the baby, and he can't even speak yet. Like, it's eight days after the baby's born, he can't speak He literally writes the baby's name down on a piece of paper or like a whiteboard or whatever they had back in the day. He says the baby is to be named John. And everyone else in the family was like, no, it needs to be named Zechariah because of this. So then Zechariah goes out of his way to obey God because of what happened earlier. And he obeys God. And he names the baby John. And then he can speak. So... The conclusion of this uh Christmas story is that Jesus' birth, John the Baptist's birth, was crazy like if you think about it nowadays, like oh my gosh, like that would have been a struggle. Um and so that's where we see like the equality. And then you see later on, it's like the struggle that John was born in, the struggle that Jesus was born in. And then John literally gets his head cut off. Like, this little girl says, for my birthday, I want John the, head, John the Baptist's head on a platter. And they're like, yes. And they go cut his head off. So, like, you just see, like, how persecuted these people are. You see, at first... They're born into this, you know, struggling life. They set themselves apart. You know, like, John the Baptist is, like, speaking against the priests. Like, you didn't do that. He he calls them, he says that they brood snakes multiple times. You see it in multiple multiple books of the Bible. You see it in, like, I've read it in three of the four Gospels. Because I haven't read Mark. But I know it's in three of the four Gospels. And that is... Like, you're speaking out against the priests. You're born in this weird thing where your dad disobeyed God. And said, no, that's impossible. And so, like, it's, it's crazy. And then Jesus is, like, hung up on a cross and nailed... Like i remember i was so young learning about the birth of jesus and i was like oh it like just made my body like just like cringe like that feeling because you think about it you're like you're nailed through the skin you're nailed through the bones It like you know that would have hurt so yeah these people are born into this weird situation ungodly even though they are of god and then they're persecuted all their lives, and then they die a horrible death. So it just goes to show how much equality these people have towards us then and now. You know, nowadays we even see people are being persecuted because of their faith. And like they were persecuted because they said, I am a prophet, I this, I that, I am Lord. You know, blah 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 blah, and so like, it's it's the same na- it's the same then, and it's the same now. So yeah, that's my spin on the Christmas story, how crazy it is, and guess what? You just got Jesused.